Games Podcast. The best Linux games, the best games available for the uh, GNU slash Linux operating system via the mechanism and distribution network known as Steam, brought to you by Valve. After 700,000 years, the Steam has come to Linux, and beyond that, it has come to Linux in the form of the egalitarian Linux-like platform, Steam, an open marketplace in which everyone, total meritocracy, everyone, regardless of size, amount of money, regardless of amount of developers, and prospective sales, if you have a game, and it is good, then get time and it will thrive, and you will be rewarded. It's Saturday, and that means it's time for one thing. It's time for the podcast where the quality goes in before the name goes on. You're listening to the Best Linux Games Podcast, a companion piece to the uh, Steam group of the same name. Find us on Steam, you know, uh, join us on Steam, and friend me on Steam. My name is Scooky Sprite. I am your host. In case this is your first time here, uh, the ground rules for everything that we do are very simple. We have news, we have the latest titles that we are interested in, of course, features, you know, like kind of in-depth looks or reviews, and then we have, of course, everyone's favorite, the deals, uh, the best games that you can buy for as cheap as possible. If you join us on the group, our recommendations are curated with the sole criteria of It must run on Linux, and it must be really good. These are recommendations only, of course. Uh, not complete reviews, which generally will follow, um, especially once they get some other mofos on this show. And as always, the content that awaits you ahead may not be appropriate for members of all species, races, genders, classes, creeds, and especially might not be age or work appropriate. So, it begins. Let's get the next game on, bitches! Hello, friends and neighbors. Welcome to episode number 324 of the Most Linux Games Podcast. Being recorded for you on this horrible Friday, the 8th of January, 2021, at 21.0700 hours. Crack Engineer Ivor Molina over there in the booth. Ever preferred. Holding up the whiskey sign, last and only good idea that Ivor's ever had in his entire 50-year career on this show. It's amazing, Ivor. Cheers, you're fired. Mm. That would, of course, make it for our sequel, friends. The one true time and date format. Uh, 2021 uh, 0108 12.07 now. Mm-hmm. We have a very short show for you. Famous last words, Ivor, you fuck! Ivor is... Ivor is... He's developed a cutting problem. He's a zombie ghost vampire with a cutting problem. It's amazing what we got going on here, folks. We have almost no games for you this week, but we uh, do have a bunch of news, so straight to our top stories. Um, 
our 12 days of terror begin uh, with the certification of uh, Joe Biden as I mean I've never seen anything like that horrible fucking nightmarish mess we'll get to that in a moment when I'm talking about the actual certification which ultimately happened at fucking 5 o'clock in the morning 4 o'clock in the morning hmm And really showed us who are the traitors amongst us and who are not. Um, now that was you know uh, on Wednesday, but now uh, our twelve as of right now we have twelve days of terror <laughs> because it does not look like we're going to remove Trump in any fucking way. Does he's not going to resign? I hope that Bill Maher is somewhere in Tahiti on an island laughing his ass off going, ha ha, I told you you were all too stupid and I'm right, I'm right, he's never gonna leave, because I'm sure that's what Bill Maher would be doing that's what I would be doing if I were Bill Maher unfortunately uh, yeah, so 12 days of terror ultimately when you look at what has happened this week, which has been the darkest week. I mean, really, it's been sub- since September 11th that I've just... And I knew that the 6th was going to be horrible. Evidently, the Capitol Police did not or they were... or they received a uh, primary directive uh, to behave otherwise because... Thousands of fucking Trumpite maniac hoodlums breached all capital security. And I'm talking about thousands inside the building and forced legislators to flee to their offices and other safe rooms in order to prevent from being kidnapped and or killed after the entire police force and everything arrayed against them just didn't do anything they let them through looks like a pride looks like something something came down from on high meanwhile the national guard did not show up as the crowd eventually dispersed thank god after kill after getting five people fucking killed um and if you've seen the video you know what i'm talking about this after Trump uh, enervated them all, all of them ordered over the last fucking months come to D.C. on the 6th by Trump himself. Uh, it'll be wild. Then they went to a uh, a rally at which Rudy Giuliani, the head maniac of the president's now depleted force of flax and shitbags, uh, sent them on their merry way. Some of them didn't show up thinking that this was going to be a protest that was going to be headed towards the Capitol, but it doesn't matter. Rudy sent them on their way saying, now it is time for trial by combat. And due to partially from Russian infiltration and manipulation of groups like the Proud Boys and etc., all of these people were spiced in there and they had inside intel because they knew 
where anything was in the Capitol building, which not even people who work there and and you know stuff don't know where anything is on a frequent basis. And they stormed the building and they met with little to no resistance. And this is the seat of government in America. This would be the equivalent of Parliament um, in the UK. You know, fucking 20,000 people break through all security perimeters and fucking 4,000 smash windows, break down doors, and kill security um, officials. The ones who resisted, because others did not resist at all. All at the behest of our sitting president. So the world got, I mean, and if you saw it, and if you have any idea what I'm talking about, then you know what I'm talking about. And if you're American, my God. And the night before the 6th, I had described what I saw as the plan. There has to be an endgame. I won't hopefully go into that here because it's a theory, but we do know the reality. And uh, there's... Everyone keeps saying not since the War of 1812. Fuck 1812. This was American citizens fomented into a riotous mob that then launched an attack on the Capitol that was directed by the President. Who didn't apologize and only until the next day only until the next day issued one of his famous hostage video I, Donald J. Trump absolutely believe that everything that happened yesterday was completely wrong like he's a somnambulist fucking victim um you know total false words blah 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 meanwhile all of this happened on the day that they were certifying the election votes and the crowd was chanting hang Mike Pence as they moved through the halls of Congress ended up on the Senate floor he was sat at Nancy Pelosi's desk and did interviews from there ironically if they'd all been wearing fucking masks maybe some of them might get away with it but uh yeah so now the 12 days of terror begins and forgetting what's going to happen domestically I have no idea I do know this. Our enemies, be they Russia, who has coordinated with Trump on a lot of these sorts of things and has used him as a useful idiot, they have to have an end game. Because they're not going to get another Trump ever again. And every other one of our enemies is now looking at these 12 days and thinking, wow, US, never such a shit show. Meanwhile, Donald Trump is over the last six months has disabled and taken apart many aspects of our national defense mechanism, for instance, the fact that there's still an ongoing Russian hack across all aspects of government that he insists is from China um, and is the greatest hack ever perpetrated greatest act of cyber warfare ever in the history of the world. Prior to this, it was Stuxnet. This has been an active, persistent threat that's been up our asses for almost nine months now. And Trump, I don't know. Yeah. So, our civil, our actual defenses are down. Our command and control structure is, is dissolute, distributed, chaotic, 
and no one knows who's giving orders. I mean, it was Mike Pence who got the fucking National Guard into the Capitol on Wednesday. But anyway, all this was to certify the vote, which has been certified, and Joseph R. Biden is now officially our president-elect in the United States. But something fucking horrible apart from the domestic threats, which are partially being driven by fucking foreign intelligence agencies. Just listen to Malcolm Nance. And then he's a fucking former intelligence officer. That means he's like a CIA fucking spy who ran, who wasn't just a spy, but ran fucking teams of spies, both in-country and out, and and uh, as a as, uh, what do you call it? Um, have you ever seen the movie Body of Lies? He was kind of, kind of that guy. You know, they had zip ties. They broke down doors and windows in what is supposed to be one of the most secure buildings in the world. My mom was like, oh, well, yeah, they're just protesters. I'm like, mom, no, they're not just protesters. Oh, and by the way, no one got arrested. And they hung out outside for about an hour and a half because they're all white. They did this to disrupt the certification of the election. So that came came out at around uh, 4 o'clock in the morning, and then immediately Trump issued a statement uh, via his social media coordinator um, who's named Dan Scavino by his Twitter feed saying not conceding, and then he did a terrorist video later on in the day. He did not concede what he said was, there will be a peaceful transition of power. Well, too late. Five people died on Wednesday in the Capitol. As Dick Mar- Marcinko would say, um, in war, there are no coincidences. Wow. What a weird... Ha- I'm not even going to walk you through it. It's obvious what happened. I think it's obvious what happened. Trump wanted to punish Congress, punish Congress for their damned adhesion to democracy. And even still, six fucking members of the GOP tried to invalidate an election. An election that has been one, the most secure election in American history. Two, the most litigated election in American history. 60 times they've gone up to bat. 60 times they've struck out. And Trump just cannot handle it. Mm. Anyway, regardless of whether or not Trump has anything to do with the endgame that we're about to face, someone has an endgame here. And it's, we don't and we do need to be afraid of the domestic terrorists and that's what they are, they're traitors and domestic terrorists, as is Trump himself, who will not leave office and his gang of his rapidly dwindling gang of cronies uh, that he staffed himself with refuse in his, his cabinet are either resigning or refuse to try the 25th amendment on him, which is what should happen so it looks like the Democrats are going to try to do like a rapid impeachment thing, which is great because it will tar him forever as, you know, blah. But what we got to get through are the next 12 days. Because right now our pants are down and it's scary. 
all of this leads us to like our biggest story of this week. Friends and neighbors, it's about a little dog named Snuggles. Hey, 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 give me that goddamn dog get dead dedication. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, fucking ponderous, man. It's fucking ponderous. So, welcome to the last 12 days of our lives. And we make it, I mean, seriously, something absolutely horrible is going to happen in the next, probably by the 24th, if not on, not sooner. I'm looking at the 17th, I'm looking at the 20th. Those are the domestic attack days. All of the other days are open because Vladimir Putin, who now has his fist up our asses, he's never going to get another chance like this again. And Vladimir Putin has the strategic thought to put this shit together. The strategic capacity to put this shit together. And he's run Donald Trump like a fucking fairy. It's amazing. No offense to any LGBTQ people out there, but man. So, there is an endgame, and I think that America is under this delusion that we're all in this peace and love kumbaya thing with our all of the uh, rest of the international community whom we've alienated in terms of our friends and pulled down our pants in front of in front of our enemies and we're going to get fucked and my my guess is it's going to be bad um so yeah keep that in mind if you have something that you would like to do that doesn't get you immediately infected with COVID, which is now so completely out of control in this country that we are losing 4,000 people a day and we'll be losing 5,000 people a day by Inauguration Day, and if you have the money and if you have the ability to go do that thing before the 20th, I would say go do that thing. So, so much for that short episode bullshit. All this leads us to our number one point. Trump today was finally permanently banned from Twitter. Parler itself, the alt-right Twitter, alt-right, you know, kind of pseudo-Twitter, um, meaning the lie, the, the seditious, fucking traitorous lie crowd who wants to overthrow our way of government which has its own members in Congress, which is amazing. Mmm. Mmm. What pain. They are, they still try to stop that, that, that certification after this attack that all of them were involved in. Like, they were all there. They were the, they were the targets. Some of them were the targets. Mmm. And it was an inside job. There was, there was inside information. But anyway, Trump has finally been banned from Twitter permanently and he was temporarily banned yesterday after uh, uh, I mean we're talking about a long history of too little too late from Twitter because this is not the first time that Trump has incited violence it's just the first time that he's incited violence against his own fucking two thirds of the branches of his own fucking government and it's not his government it's our government it was a very upsetting week but he is now gone from Twitter forever and I find it funny because people have been bitching not necessarily all right people but like not even bitching but people have been confused how can Twitter do this now is it that arbitrary I'm like yes it is 
Same way as when I ran IHC. If you jumped on IHC and uh, you one, you pissed me off at all. I was totally with. I would totally ban you if I if you pissed me off enough or so egregiously. But like you know, language violation. Sure, you might get a warning. You might not. Eventually, before I'm gonna ban you, I give you a warning. You keep fucking with me, you're done. I mean, like, one more step. You're done. And that's my prerogative. No, this is not a free speech server. You can't say the word kike or nigger. You can't fucking, you can't, you know, howl at fucking people with racist invective. You can't grief or hassle people on my server. You know, constant, constant, constant bullying and abuse. No, you can't do that. And all you had to do was say one fucking racial slur and you were gone. And I mean, that's it. You're done. I'm not even gonna fucking mute you. I'm a, you're done. You're gone forever. Um, and our appeal forums were filled with lost souls who would get their friends to come on because I never read the appeal forums. <laughs> I didn't give a fuck. You had to, <laughs> anyway. You know, no, that's it. You're done. I'm, I'm running a fucking three thousand slots over here. I don't have time for you. So the fact that better late than ever. After you know, Trump is you know we're ninety nine percent damage, and Twitter finally, Twitter and Facebook, everything is basically banned. Him finally decided to cut off the fucking madness feed. We're ninety percent whole lack of integrity, and oh, we're gonna shut up the damage cannon now great, good job, but better late than never and especially these next 12 days my friends we do not need him inciting any more shit, but that's the whole idea, Twitter ha- Twitter is not democracy I, I, you know, and I, anyone, you know, YouTube is not democracy, YouTube used to be much more democratic, but um you you violate our terms, fuck you. Get fucked. You're done. Took them a long time. I mean, because there were very fine people on both sides for all four fucking years of this guy's presidency. I want you to, I want you to, uh, hey, proud boys, yeah, I want you to stand back and stand by. What does that mean? Hmm. It's so hypocritical and such garbage, but they did ban him because this is the last, the last thing we needed is him being able to enervate and excite on his own, uh, these his own all right, you know, racist terrorist, you know, proud boy, boogaloo boys, you know, Civil War two, fucking bring down the government, motherfuckers to literally tear down the government. Now they're gonna do it on their own. There, I. I, I said in the Discord on the 4th and the 5th or whatever it will be decentralized attacks there will be some we can't lose our heads and beyond that stay safe but keep your wits about you and keep everyone close and stuff like that but my real fear is what's gonna come either in you know by the pricking of thy thumbs either by uh nuke or by cyber attack because they can shut down our entire grid two countries can do that have that actual capability and that would be the end of us
So, that's the 12 Days of Terror. And I said it first, worse than the Q... Worse than the Cuban Missile Crisis, because at least then, on one end, the whole idea of mutually assured destruction is that you have one sane person on the end of the conversation. We have burned all of our bridges with the rest of the world, and we are spread wide open for Vladimir Putin's giant revenge cock, who has been frothy with jizz vengeance. I know, yeah, can I get more explicit with the imagery? Uh, for 30 fucking years to destroy his one great ancient enemy, the one enemy that is humiliated and destroyed his, what he believed was the greatest thing in the world, his beloved Soviet Union. One we die really quickly, the other one we die over a course of horrible weeks and or months as we tear each other apart, there will be no rescue from the outside. That's my biggest fear. But then, we also this week won the entire Senate. So, our majority in in the Senate. So that was a miracle, followed by every day a nightmare. A grinding nightmare. Um... So yeah, keep your wits about you and um, blah. And also be wary of COVID. More whiskey, yes. Now, our Steam Awards. So much for that short episode, eh? Our Steam Awards coverage last week. I forgot to mention that most news organizations, although we're not necessarily a news organization, we're more like an entertainment. Fucking Jesus Christ, phone, shut the fuck up. We are more like an all-weekly kind of news organization in terms of video games. They're critical. You can trust our criti- critical perspective and you can trust us not to lie to you. Mm. Should have mentioned last week and normally what magazines do is try to do what we did last week and what we do every year. Well, is our third year that we've done it for the Steam Awards instead of saying what our picks are they try to couch their picks in like what they think will win and then they argue about it and then that's supposed to give you both sides of you know whatever no we just told you what our picks were knowing full well that we would get drubbed ironically we did have two correct picks and I want to congratulate the Steam Awards Although they, they gotta do a better... They have to space it out more. But this year, it would've just fucking put them up against the fucking certification of the vote. So they would've been bumped everywhere. You know, I was not caring about video games. I played more goddamn Red Dead Redemption online this week than I have in all previous weeks combined. Like, because I was just sitting here wandering around watching the news and just tears pouring down my face. That's really what this week was like. <coughs> Um, we got Ori, Will of the Wisps, correct? We don't, we weren't we weren't saying what we thought would win. We were saying what we thought should win. But uh, check out the Steam Awards. They did a better job this year. They do a better job each and every year of putting this more in everyone's mind holes. You know, uh, of a. Uh, 
bringing a big of expanding the stage for a democratized selection a democratized selection mechanism for what is truly the game of the year and the, their game of the year by the way uh, voters decided and that it's you and me who decide um, their game of the year was Red Dead Redemption 2 also their pick for storytelling in depth blah blah, blah. but the one that we got right uh, the two that we got right were um, Doom Eternal for best soundtrack Doom Eternal was our best game of the year and uh, Ori and the Will of the Wisps for the most amazing art and I bought the Ori Will of the Wisps book um, art of Ori and the Will of the Wisps I do not recommend that book it's not that good just buy the game and play the shit out of the game it is majestic other than that like Sims 4 won best relaxation game and you know whatever who cares and blah 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 but it was another successful exercise in democracy meanwhile the leader of the free world can't send a tweet without using one of his alts or one of his flunkies <laughs> and yet he has nuclear codes and is becoming completely unhinged as he <laughs> I mean it's not funny it's not funny at all I mean it was a Reichstag fire moment it was September 11th as Zombie Chan uh, so rightly pegged I was too afraid to say it though in the discord We've all been talking about this in the Discord. Um, so yeah, so we're all gonna die. That's I mean that's my humble opinion. So in lieu of that, we're gonna close out this short episode with our feature this week, which is a, just a feature about some stuff from Cyberpunk 2077, which just got a big update. But still, on my machine, I don't know if it's my machine, if it's my sound. I haven't since the update. I haven't tried a lot of um, new tweaks. I just keep playing it on Stadia, where it doesn't look anywhere near as pretty. And now this last update makes it look insanely pretty on uh, the Steam in Steam with the uh, with the uh, GE. But I haven't even gotten the latest GE or tried any of those tweaks because the update got pushed last night. But I have run the game. The sound, the same sound problem that I have had previously still persists regardless of whatever tweaks I try to apply in terms of in-game. So switching my sound settings to like, you know, TV speakers. My, my problem is I can't hear when enemies are attacking me. Which really destroys a lot of the realism of the game, and you know, a lot of the sense of the game. The graphics are unfucking believable now on my 1080 Ti, and the frame rate is incredible. I don't know, you know, whatever. If you're still waiting for things to get more stable, then keep waiting. Um, the game is not going to be any less gorgeous in three months than it is now, for reals. Um, and it's not going to be any more awesome than it is right now, for reals. But I'm not ready to do a fucking review of this game uh, yet. You are not a review yet. So I thought what we would do is one of our little play sequences, little 
little ranty kind of first person pseudo narratives that involves both the meta aspects of the game as well as just stuff that I've done that is crazy as always this is incredibly spoiler free which this game makes that very difficult to do because it took me 30 hours I think it's about 20 hours and then something really game changing happens to the entire story and then the game keeps doing that to you a lot I'm not gonna ruin anything but because of that reason if you're waiting on this game don't read anything that anyone else says you can trust me because I'm spoiler free I will not tell you anything that's gonna ruin the game for you I might describe play mechanics or game mechanics and stuff but it's gonna be fine it's gonna be fine unlike real life I am McLoving it I mean I've fuck I have so many hours in this game, it's ridiculous. And everyone's, like, giving me advice and telling me what to do, like, on the live stream and shit. It's like, yeah, buddy, I probably logged more, even though you might have beaten it, and I, like, look like I'm at the very beginning or whatever. I've logged, like, 100 hours in this game by now. Only game I've played more than this is Red Dead Redemption Online these last two weeks. So, with that, Ivor based him with the feature... Mm. Oh my god, it's Bolivian! Never gonna let you down. I can read your mind. This week's feature. I can't read you. I can't read you. I can read your mind. Take it, Scooky. Another day in the glittering cesspool that is Night City. Oh, the dystopian havoc. Glittering, glittering, gleaming lights. The streets filled with despondent junkies. Uh, Hooked on like a UBI and then whatever chemical kick they could get. I, I, a working girl on her own, net runner on the loose, happened to be drawn to. Not just the Braindance Red Light District, but the real Red Light District. The meat markets. Let's chase down a lead about the... Yeah, something relating to the death of my last partner. But more about... Something personal. Completed my business, got the information I wanted, shook down who I needed to. Made the arrangements that were required. And there I was, a girl on her own. I was fairly kitted out. Uh, heavily modded everything um, but only appropriate to my level of play at that point switching from hard to normal was a big, big big difference in this game um, but yeah, I have, I have many technical tactical capabilities, but anyway so, I, in real meat space I'm a heterosexual male I always play in hyper-violent video games where I can be uh, where that are, have a role-playing element I always play as a chick so I'm a chick at this meat market, and I'm just looking at the, uh, there's all these hookers, all, you know, it, it's hooker town. It's hooker town, Jake. It's hooker town. And so I'm drunk and stone, and I decide that my character wants to get fucked, because she has been through some shit. And so I'm like, okay, fine. So I go for the first cutest chick I can find, and I'm like, wait a minute. 
And this is where being stoned in this game, like in real life, in Meat Space, you're you being stoned, you, the player being stoned and drunk and despondent, plays a real big role. Because you can outthink yourself on these things. So I'm about to buy this fucking hooker who's gonna fuck me. Not brain dancing, she's gonna fuck me. She's smoking hot. Well, she wasn't super smoking hot, but you know, whatever. Instead, I'm like, wait a minute. I'm hetero. My character would be hetero. So I'm gonna get a dude. I'm gonna get a dude. And this is when, like, my mind popped because. So I find the first, you know, dude hooker. And I pay him the credits. And we go to. This is all in the first person. And this is what blew my mind because, as a heterosexual male, as anyone else will tell you, um. If that's the perspective that you fuck people with, you really never, I never thought about what it would look like to be fucked as a girl. (laughs) And now I'm getting fucked as a girl. And this guy is banging the shit out of me. And I'm sitting there, smoke is coming out of my ears because I'm like seeing this for the first time in a perspective that I never, ever, 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 ever thought to imagine like not even in virtual reality because it's like you know in virtual reality like in sex and gun too like i'm a dude like yes here's my dick suck you know <laughs> so this experience was mind blood flash forward a few days later i'm now working with this new partner on this whole there's a lot of Sting's got more fucking angles than Euclid in a mirror maze. So, working all the angles, and it ends up being having me forced to be with two new partners uh, who are running this job with me. And one of them is much more corporeal than the other. And this new partner happens to be a chick, and she's a desperate, crazy person. Filled with vengeance and lots of violence, and we blow up lots of shit. We're talking about my weaponry is exceptional. I have uh, shotguns that fire like six rounds at a time. The difference between this and a normal shotgun is the each independent round, which all fire simultaneously, are reloaded in a giant fucking mag, like a missile, like a missile battery. Um, they all move independently, and they integrate with, directly with my wetware, so my optics and my sensibility direct exactly where they are supposed to go. There is no way to avoid getting headshot by these. You can go around a corner, and I don't even have to be looking at you, and I can still shoot you and murder you with this. And I have all sorts of SMGs, and I've got all this kitted out equipment, and we kill all these motherfucking people, cause all this chaos, bring down all sorts of pain. Just like there ain't no sin in Cincinnati since I've been in Cincinnati. I'm sitting there, I'm like, God damn it, bitch! Why can't you make the turret work? Make the turret work! Fucking turret! And everything is exploding, and we kill everybody! We ain't no sin in So, raise some hell Harry Bird and duck! Raise some hell, we bring on the hell, and then we finish the hell by killing it all. We solve the hell. 
And there we are. We retired to a bar somewhere outside of Parker or Needles or Barstow or Bakersfield. And this chick is smoking hot, my new partner. She is smoking hot. She's gorgeous. And I'm incredibly drunk and stoned at this point. And I'm like, man, this chick is hot. And we just killed a lot of people. And she said, wow, we murdered this. I helped her. She helped me. I helped her again. Then she helped me again. And uh, now we're even. And we're going. We're on the precipice of like the big, the big, uh, the big kahuna that will complete our connection to each other. And so we, we, we decide to retire to a bar in the hotel where we're staying and you have total control over everything whether you drink, if you drink, what you drink what you say, what you're looking at you know, the whole thing and after this horrifying mind explosion of seeing myself getting fucked like a chick, which is so strange I decided that I really want to see this chick naked and in the the other chick naked. So even though my chick is straight, that's how I was thinking of her, I'm not sure I could handle that again. So (laughs) I'm not that interested in seeing it ever again as well. Um, So an opportunity in the conversation as we make our, as we finalize our rooming arrangements comes up to make a subtle pass, not so subtle, pass at my partner and she shoots me down gently and then a couple of other exchanges I have another opportunity to this time very strenuously make the case for seeing this other bitch naked and she shoots me down hard and now I'm drunk and sane and despondent. I don't know what's happening to my character. So I decide that something needs to change. Clearly, now that I've failed to seal the deal with this chick who I just did all these favors for, killed all these people together, she won't even fuck me. So I sit there and I'm, I'm literally sitting there at the end. She goes away. She goes up to our room. And I'm sitting there just now I'm drinking in the game trying to get all fucked up and I'm just thinking about what the fuck happened I'm pressing the bartender for information and I'm getting all sloppy and I'm in real life I'm fucking making sloppy and I'm like you know what I think I know what the problem is my super hot cyber chick 2077 she she has to pay for sex she can't even get laid by like this other chick She's got to make herself more available, especially to me. My check. Yes, it's a very misogynistic way of looking at the game, but guess what? Fuck you. I'm the one in charge here. So, I get the brilliant idea that from now on... And that, my friends, is how I became the Pantsless Predator.
I decided that I, in order to make myself, my character, self more available, that I would no longer bother with pants or underwear everywhere I went from that morning forward out there in Parker. In the middle of the wasteland in this sunspot fucking horrible motel. <laughs> like needles. I would no longer wear pants. Shoes, maybe something to cover my tits, maybe. As much less as possible. Less is more in this case. And so I begin running around to everybody with my fucking perp, my green pubes that are shaved into the shape of a heart and my naked twat exposed to everyone. I begin the rest of my quest. I'll catch you next week. Burn all the White House pets and then yourselves. Burn yourselves first. There is no Windows version of weaponized chess. Boy, this is fucking ponderous, man. Ponderous, fucking ponderous. It only runs on Linux. It's not a problem. You alienated part of America. I alienated crazy people. I like it very much. It is I, E.B. Farm. You're becoming hysterical. I'm here. I'm there. I'm fucking everywhere. I'm the Eggman. The best Linux games podcast is brought to you by Blue Wizard is about to die. Now available for the first time as an ebook on Amazon.com. To subscribe to the podcast using a Linux-based podcatcher like Podracer, or to see our YouTube gameplay videos, please visit www.bestlinuxgames.com. Also, join our Steam community group, Best Linux Games, Friends Cookie Sprite, and follow him on Twitter at VegasWriter. BLGP is also brought to you by the Radio Control Room Project. For details, please visit www.rcrproject.com or rfihc.com. Zig thanks you. For great justice. Hooray.